From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture, information technology expert at New Core Steel Jackson in Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we'll talk about technology and music. What should you do with your CD collection? What are some different ways you can listen to music? Does music take up a lot of storage on your phone? You can give us a call today at 877-MPB-RING if you have any questions or comments about technology and music. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at New Core Steel Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we're going to be talking about technology and music. What are some things you can do with that huge CD collection? Uh, what are some different ways you can listen to music? Uh, does music take up a lot of storage on your phone or your computer? You can give us a call at 877 MPB Ring if you have any questions about technology and music, uh, how you incorporate the two. Uh, you can talk about uh, go, getting music in your car, syncing music and listening to uh, listening to music in your car if you have any questions or comments about that. Call us at 877-672-7464. That's 877-MPB-RING. Or you can send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Wilson Jeremy. How are you guys today? Good Man, morning. Wonderful, wonderful. Doing well? Doing oh, yeah. well. Got some tech news for you. All right, what you got? The Galaxy Note 7 still has about 133,000 people who have not turned in their devices. And as of the 19th of this month, Samsung is going to roll out an update that causes the phone uh, to no longer charge. Oh. So if you've got a Galaxy Note 7... Now is the time to turn it in. Now, this is the one that was burning. That's the one. Okay. So why do you think some people have not turned them in yet? I, I, everybody's didn't burn, so some people are like, well, mine is fine. They were cool. Truthfully, I tried to get my hands on one after I had heard about all the problems they were having with it, because I was going to remove the battery and wait for the batteries to catch up. Mm-hmm. I never did get one, but I bet they're worth a little bit of money. I mean, they're kind of rare now. Yeah, you know what's going to end up happening. You know, a couple of years from now, the iPhone's going to start doing the same thing, and then Samsung users are going to be like, "Hey, we've had the exploding feature for years." Now. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, folks, just better go ahead and turn those in and stop holding on to them, right? Uh, that's my recommendation. Yes. Okay, uh, we did get an email, um, uh, and before we get to that, I wanted to ask about the iPhone eight. Have you guys heard any rumors about it? Eh, rumors, rumors, rumors. It's such nothing. a joke. I mean, like you never. There's nothing solid ever. So I don't even. I don't even like to speculate. It's yeah. probably invisible, and it shows up when you need it the most. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's going to have a, a a floating microphone jack on it or something. You know, who knows? <laughs> it's just I don't super know. iris retina scanner. <laughs> 500 megapixel camera. 
Now, last week, uh, you and I, uh, I mean, you guys were talking about this MacBook Pro and this new bar that's on the computer. Um, Could you talk a little bit about what that new bar does and if it would be worth it for somebody to uh, upgrade if uh, they're thinking about getting it? Well, the uh, the touch bar, while I'm not a big fan of it myself, uh, what it does is it uh, adds about $500 to the expense of your MacBook. But aside from that, um, it is kind of neat what it does. Um, it's dynamic, so it changes just like the display on your phone would change. So based on which applications or programs you have open, it can change the way it behaves. So if you have like an image editing program up, uh, you can set up little shortcuts on it to do uh, you know undo and different things like that. Uh, it just has a lot of versatility that it can offer. And do you think it's worth uh, the extra 500 Uh No, not, not <laughs> in the least. Ditto. Okay. Uh, so to date, I don't know of any touchscreen MacBooks. Uh, am I wrong or what? Because that to me is a really cool feature. I, the current laptop I have, I can use my touchscreen uh, on, a, on a laptop, which is really cool. And I can also flip it back and make it into a tablet. Uh, but is this technology available on any MacBooks? No. Hmm. And you think that's because they just want to continue to be different? Just want to keep being different. And I'm just like, come on, get off of it, Apple. Everybody wants a touch display. Uh, the sales on these types of laptops, as far as I know, are doing really well. And uh, I myself have been using one for a couple of months now, and I enjoy it thoroughly. So if it was available in a Mac uh, variety, I would I would definitely seek one out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and you know, and the thing is, Apple's been doing touchscreen technology for, you know, I mean, they pretty much revolutionized things with the iPad, with the iPhone. Right. I mean, they've, they, they know how to do touch and yeah. they know how to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know what it is about them not really embracing that when it comes to at least their laptops. Right. I agree. Uh, something else I noticed yesterday, Instagram has added a live feature, uh, I guess it's sim- similar to what they have on Facebook. Um, so that's very interesting. What I don't like is getting people's live notifications, and it looks like you have to turn them off one by one as they come in. I know oh, my mom wow. was so frustrated. How do you turn this live stuff off? I don't want to know when certain people are going live. Uh, so what can people do about that if they don't want to uh, you know, keep getting notifications about different folks going live? If there's not a setting in Instagram, I don't actually use Instagram. So I'm sort of speculating here. I'll have to ask my fiance later. She well, what about uses Facebook? it all the time. Uh, for Facebook, there is a way to go in and actually turn off the the live notifications. Yeah, I've had to do it one by one um, because, you know, I get all excited. I'm thinking it's a notification related to my page and it's so-and-so is going live. Yeah. And I'm telling you, people will go live about anything. Hey, it is y'all, really I got funny. me some new shoes. Check yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, check out what I have for dinner. I got these French fries kicking. <laughs> I can make the plate spin. I got it on a Lazy Susan. Yeah, it's very interesting, uh, the live thing, what people choose to go live about and let people in on when it comes to their lives. But um, one thing we're going to be talking about today, lots of things. Uh, dealing with technology and music. So listeners, we'd love to get your feedback today. If you want to join the conversation, let us know. How are you listening to music on your tech devices? Uh, Do you use Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music? Uh, What are some tools you use to listen to music? How do you listen in your car? You can call us at 877-672-7464. Additionally, if you have any questions or comments about converting music, maybe you have some old cassette tapes um, that you want to use and your your uh, you want to use and, and get them on your computer. If you have any questions about things like that, 877-672-7464 is the number, or you can send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Uh, Wilts, you had something? Yeah, we can make your mama happy. Okay, what's going on? It is actually pretty easy to turn off the live settings for Instagram, it looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. If our listeners would go open up their inf- inf- 
Instagram profile and tap settings, there is a, uh, there'll be push notification settings. Tap that and down there you'll actually see a heading for live videos on or off. Okay. Just flip them over there to the off and uh, that way you can stop getting those notifications when folks go live. So yeah, at one make point, mama happy. At one point I had turned off all my notifications on Instagram and Facebook because it was really, really consuming me. It's something about having that little red number uh, mm-hmm. on my phone that drives me crazy. I get obsessed with it and I have to check it. So I've turned off my notifications to kind of try to detach a little bit from um, – you know, from, from social media once a day. I I also did that. I went into my Android apps and I actually turned off notifications for stuff I even needed Mm. because I was just going down the list, going nuclear, like shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Sometimes you just need the quiet. Yeah. Uh, So let's uh, go ahead and start the conversation about technology and music. Uh, Things have really, really changed from back in the day. Uh, I was at an event recently and I saw a DJ. He had a portable CD player uh, to the table off to the side because artists would come to him at this event and give him CDs. And instead of putting the CDs into whatever little setup he had, he would just put the CD inside the portable CD player and then uh, hook up an auxiliary cord and it would play through his DJ setup. And I just... It, it made me feel a way to look at a portable CD player. It just took it took me back, and I had so many memories. Uh, but we have kind of pretty be, pretty much moved beyond the point of CDs. Would you agree? I still listen to CDs. I still buy them. I, I have them all in my truck. They're all scratched up, but I still like CDs. But do you think that, that folks should be moving past uh, CD technology? I mean, I'd say it's kind of a toss-up. Really, uh, I agree with you. CDs still have their place. Everybody wants their older music, and not everybody knows how to take their collection and update it to what you know they can use on their current devices. Um, most people are going for their uh, their Spotify, their Pandora, their Amazon Music, and just streaming it from their cars, which is also an easy option. Um, but yeah, I'd say it just depends on what your setup is, because there's, there's definitely still a place for CDs in the world. Hey, Jeremy, are you saying my albums might not be too current now? I had a, few, I, I I had a little bit of vinyl sitting around, You can play your too. vinyls in your car, Wilt. Sorry. It's yeah, a really see, big radio. And see, vinyl is really expensive now. I mean, oh, too. Oh, vinyl's yeah. coming back. Yeah. 20, 25 bucks a, a disc, you know? Like, That's interesting. I just, yeah. just, just kind of goes full circle. So uh, first it was outdated, and now it's back and, and, and worth it again. That's because the quality of sound is unrivaled. Sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt you there. Oh, is that is that uh, why it is? I mean, it does oh, sound yeah. different. Oh, Absolutely. It's, yeah. I mean, if you've got the right set of speakers, there's nothing that matches the sound that comes out of vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We do have some calls. Sarah is in Olive Branch with a question. Good morning, Sarah. What do you have for us today? Good morning. Hey. Um, I have a problem every time I go to update when I get a, a notice of an upgrade for uh, iTunes. And I, if if I do it, I end up losing some of my music. When I go to, you know, click on it to play a song, it'll say the file can't be found. But it's not on everything, and it and it varies from things that I have bought from iTunes and also things that I have manually loaded. And I finally one time did talk to iTunes, and they showed me how to go back and find the ones I've bought. And I could reload them without having to pay again, but it still happens, and I it just has become a real pain. So I've quit upgrading every time they send me a thing for an upgrade or update or whatever you call it. Um, so anyway, I don't know, and I don't know how to go find them if we're, you know, I don't know how to find them, even though they say it just can't be found. 
Are you a Windows user or a Mac user? Windows. Okay. So uh, your iTunes file should be located in My Music in the iTunes folder. And in that iTunes music folder, there should be uh, just folders of all the different music that you have. Go and look and see if some of the music that has disappeared from there is is in that list. Because it, okay. it shouldn't just be able to delete anything from your computer. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it shouldn't be able to do that. Okay. Well, I don't think it's deleted. So I guess that is my question. So how do I... So you say in, under my music, mm-hmm. go to what now? Uh, it should be uh, iTunes media... Or iTunes. Okay, go to the iTunes. So mm-hmm. not the iTunes on my lap. I mean, not on the desktop. Don't go through the program itself. You want to go to the actual folder on your computer. Okay. And it and all the songs should be listed there? They should be chilling in that folder. Yes, ma'am. Okay. By lo- all those crazy numbers or by name? Should be by name. Should be by Only names. your photos should show up with the crazy numbers. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, that sounds like a plan. I, I'll, I will check that out. Thank you so much. Okay, Sarah, thank you so much. And uh, we got a, a listener uh, to send me an image of how to turn off the, the live notifications on Instagram. So, Michael, thank you very much. Uh, before we go to the break, we're going to go to Linda in Port Gibson. Good morning, Linda. What do you have for us? Good morning. Uh, uh, you all was talking about uh, the music and how you listen to it in the past or what you listen to now in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you all remember Real Audio? Mm-hmm. And with Real Audio, you could listen to music free. That was like in the 90s. Like Real Player? Oh, real Audio Player. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Real audio player. That was the and, original uh, music streaming way right there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And right now, if I want to listen to music, I go on... Uh, I go on iTunes, what is it, uh, uh, Pandora, I mm-hmm. like Pandora, and I also like YouTube. Oh, yeah, lots of good music on YouTube. And, and the really nice thing about a lot of the services now is that, you know, um, like, you know like, like you're mentioning, like going into the Pandora and, and uh, all of those is that you pick out the artists that you're wanting to listen to, and then it will also mix in and play some other artists, maybe some you hadn't heard of or, or more obscure, and just kind of mixes it up for you. So, yeah, those are, those are really some great services. All right, Linda, uh, thank you for your call. We're going to talk a little thank bit you. more about uh, Pandora today. So thank you. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we get back, we have Rick on the line, and we'd love for you to join the conversation this morning. We're talking about technology and music. Are you a fan of vinyl records? Give us a call. Uh, let us know how you are adjusting to the newer ways to listen to music. Are you a Pandora, a Spotify fan, Apple Music? If you have any comments or questions about that, how to digitize your music, how to listen in your car, call us, 877 877- That's 877-MPB-RING or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
Hey, welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Couture. This morning we're talking about technology and music, different ways to listen to music uh, with your on your techno- technological devices, on your tech devices. If you're listening this morning, you have any comments or questions about how to listen to music uh, on your devices, you can give us a call. If you have uh, any thoughts on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Mo- Apple Music, I'm going to speak correctly at some point this morning. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about those things, if you use them, you can give us a call at 877-672-7464. Are you still a big fan of CDs and vinyl records? Call us and make your case, 877-672-7464, or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Rick is in Grand Bay with a question. Good morning, Rick. What do you have for us today? Good morning, people. Hey. Can I play around with uh, ambient music? Like ambient scapes, you know, uh, uh, and I'm wondering, is there a device that I can plug into my USB that I, that would allow me to plug in microphones rather than going through the headphone microphone jack? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you just need to look up a USB sound card. Okay, 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 okay. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, and it should be fairly plug-and-play. You should just be able to plug yeah. it in, and it should just route to that device automatically. Is it going to be kind of uh, operating system-specific? Because I've got, shouldn't, I've got a shouldn't be. that I could use a US, you know, non-go dongle. It, it, I use it on that too, or would I have to get one for Android too? I would definitely look under the specifications and see what it says that you need, but um, it should be able to support definitely Windows and Mac. Now, Android, um, what what are you hooking it up to uh, that's running Android? Well, I, I got two of them. I got one that I can um, spread out the spread out what I have on a scope. Take out whatever you know pieces of it as I need it, shrink it, whatever. I can feed it back into the to the Android, which allows me to run uh, binaural uh, harmonics and and uh, a- add some shape to it, you know, phasing and everything else. Okay, yeah. So want. sound manipulation. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm putting down. I I, I I'm, I'm I got an old. Uh, it's not even a. It's not even a synthesizer. It's tons and tons and tons of loops. You know, mm-hmm. and I can play loops, match them in, you know, and shape them in. And uh, I'm, I'm playing with, I'm playing, I'm trying to make some brain food. <laughs> now, I would say um, as far as sound manipulation goes uh, to your Android, you can plug directly into it um, to output sound. But as far as actually putting sound on it, you would probably want to make those on your computer and then load them to your Android. So you just have okay. a specific then program. I can, then I can manipulate them in there. Correct. And back over to the over the over the laptop. Right, and that would also uh, allow you to um, to uh, keep the integrity of the quality of that sound file uh, intact. Right. If I if it, it keeps a lot more uh, better quality going to a USB, don't it? Rather than headphone jack. Um, it, 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 it would depend. It should, but it would depend on the the capabilities of the the card itself. And also, are you you're not going through a mixer or anything? You're just plugging directly well, I'm, into. I'm, yeah, I'm going through a mixer. You know, I'm, I'm going straight out of my out of my out of my uh, my box with all my loops in it. Okay, so I'd say a, a basic mix, mixer, and then out of that with microphone plugs. Okay, if you if, if you've got all the levels on your mixer set right, then your sound should be perfect. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Rick, thank Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it. Um, So what are your suggestions for people who have uh, lots of of CDs and they are ready to digitize them and maybe just listen to them from another device as opposed to carrying a bunch of CDs around? I I took my entire collection and just pretty much, you know, I mean, I'm an Apple iPhone user. 
So I plugged them in, and, and iTunes really converted it all over, made it very simple for me, and that just gave me my whole library right there. So oh. that's what I kind of did just to make it a little bit simpler. iTunes definitely does simplify the process of ripping your discs. Um, it'll even go out and find the information for them and everything. Uh, Windows Media does that too, but it, it doesn't usually do as good of a job. Uh, now, one thing I will say is I personally like to keep my uh, my music in MP3 format, and you have to go into iTunes and specify that you want to use MP3. Otherwise, it's going to use Apple's format, the uh, AAC codec. Now, why would one format be better than another? Uh, compatibility for one. Yeah. Um, well, you know, for example, a lot of our music um, that I've ripped over onto there, I do the exact same thing that Jeremy's talking about, make it an MP3, because I can take a thumb drive and plug it into my wife's car, for example, and put her music there. Most car stereos and systems like that are not going to recognize AAC. That's very proprietary to Apple. But everybody, every device out there is going to recognize an MP3. So it just makes it a little bit more compatible. Mm -hmm. um, you can also do things in there while you're doing that, is um, changing the quality of it. And, of course, changing the quality is going to make the file, you know, you, you mentioned something a little bit earlier in the show about, you know, how much space does it take up. Your quality level is going to make a big difference. If you're... Working with it like our last caller was when he's actually trying to make digital music. I mean, I would presume for like commercial applications, et cetera, you'd want to have a little bit higher of a quality. You know, if you're just kind of like throwing it into your pickup truck going down the road, you just want to listen to some good tunes. You might want to go for a little bit more space and lower that quality down. Mm -hmm. And speaking of MP3s, um, I don't know. I think this is a really a different age for musicians because whereas you used to just buy a CD and you got the whole CD. Now you can kind of pick around and, okay, if I only like three songs off the album, that's all I'm going to get. So I've wondered how this has affected uh, artists and musicians because when I go on Amazon or wherever, I'll listen to the samples, and if I don't like half of the songs on the CD, I will not get the whole CD. I'll just get, you know, one MP3. So they make a dollar twenty nine. not even that, because they get a percentage, they'll make a dollar twenty nine instead of nine ninety nine for the whole album. So... I think this is an interesting dynamic, uh, the, the way things are now with music and technology. I agree, and I, I think that um, those those metrics will give them data on what they're putting out. And they're going to say, hey, look, we need to step up the quality on these songs because people only bought one song on your album. Yeah, then it says how popular the different songs are. <laughs> so yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Stephen is in Iuka. Uh, good morning, Stephen. What do you have for us today? Oh, as soon as I put him on, he hung up. <laughs> All right, Stephen, you can give us a call back if you'd like. And uh, if you're listening this morning, you have any comments or questions, we're talking about technology and music. Uh, if you want to know how to listen to music on your different tech devices, you can give us a call. Are you a fan of CDs still? What about vinyl? Uh, give us a call, 877-672-7464. If you use Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, let us know how those things are working for you. 877-MPB-RING is the number. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go way back and talk about cassette tapes. Uh, so for folks who want some stuff off cassette tapes, what can they do to, to get that audio? Pray. Pray? No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. There are uh, cassette tape recorder uh, converters, and they should be USB. So they should be easy to plug up to the computer and rip it. Mm -hmm. That would be the easiest, most user-friendly way, I would say. It would, and even if you have like an old cassette deck or something, most of those are going to have an audio out option even if it was part of like an old stereo system um i have to admit to my age a little bit yes i still have those at the house um the cords can come right out of those plug right into your microphone in of any computer nowadays it's actually usually the pink plug on the back of your computer and you can actually plug that in and record it onto your computer right there so mm -hmm. 
Um, a lot of good stuff. There. I know a lot of people back in the day. Lord, I just that, that sounds dated, but <laughs> you know, you'd like record a lot of different things, and maybe it was you know um, conversations with kids and everything else. I've seen a lot of folks converting those nowadays and making them MP3s. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about storage now i have an ipod and i have my iphone and so because i have the iphone and the ipod now all of my music is accessible on my iphone which is really cool uh but do you think there's still a need for people to have two separate devices so one device for all the music which i have with my ipod and then the other for the phone Uh, so talk about that need and how storage ties into that Okay, so um, I would say that uh, the issue here is all the notifications that you get on your phone now. Um, with listening to music on that device, every time you're listening to music, if you get a notification, it's going to turn your volume down and let you hear the notification and then turn your music back up. Mm. And for me, I, I like a seamless music experience. So I would say uh, you want a, another device. That way all those notifications and stuff aren't interfering with your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is nice having your music there with you. I mean, I have some music on my phone, and I can listen to it, you know, some in the car. But, you know, that the phone kind of becomes the end-all, be-all. It's got the video camera. It's got the, you know, still camera. It's got your music. And it's got your ability to call folks. But, yeah, there's a lot to be said for that iPod still being there because, well, with that also, battery strength comes into play. Um, you yeah, know, mine stays on for days. My iPod yeah. iPods will last forever, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean music doesn't take take much. It's not very taxing on that battery, but if you're using it as a phone and then you're surfing, you know, looking through Facebook and you're getting live videos and you're watching, you know, a little bit of YouTube here and there, you're pulling that battery down really, really quick. So if you really really just want to have it dedicated to music, I think there's definitely a lot of value in that. Yeah, and I'll tell you what's funny, looking at that screen, which is so, so small, and then going back to my cell phone, that has been an adjustment for me. Uh, because when I first got my iPod, I think phone screens were smaller, mm-hmm. but now they're getting bigger, and so I have to adjust. It's really, really tiny trying to uh, operate my iPod. I think that's funny. Yeah, you got a lower resolution screen in there for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Alan is in Brandon with a comment on music. Good morning. Alan, what do you have for us today? Hey, Sharita Wilson. Uh, Jeremy, how y'all doing? Doing well. Great. Yeah, and I understand the way I do music now is is great for me. And uh, but I I I've seen all the music. I'm old enough that I've seen vinyl and cassettes, eight tracks, the whole nine yards. But I love digital music because it's just it's so easy. I'm visually impaired. It's so nice to be able to put everything. And I, I'm an iPhone user, so I put all my stuff in iTunes and rock and roll. And and I do it in MP3 format, like Jeremy said, just because there's so many utilities that work well with mp3 files if you want to do bulk renaming and stuff like that there's just so many things that are compatible with mp3 format now i will say i'm not a big fan of streaming music services because I, I, that's just not the way i listen to music i like i'll i'll, I'll cherry pick songs here and there off albums like you said Charita, and i'll download it to a playlist in itunes and that way i'll transfer it to my device because i've got an iPhone 7 with 256 gigabytes on it, and I've got plenty of space to do that, and I don't have to worry about uh, having to have data or having to be near a Wi-Fi source or stuff. I've just got it on my device. It's easy, you know, and that way I've got the songs that I like, and it's just, it works for me. So it's nice to have a lot of choices and stuff. But Yeah. uh, I find, you know, I go in, I download the songs, I look for prices, Sometimes you can get them for 99 cents. Sometimes you can get them for 69 cents. I buy a lot of my music from Amazon still, even though I've, even though I, I put it into iTunes. But uh, 
uh, you know, you can shut up and be savvy and uh, find out what works for you. And uh, you, you don't have to be, uh, you know, beholden to one of those streaming services and stuff. And it works, works great for me. So, yeah. That's the program. Yeah, thank you. And Thanks, Alan, Alan, I think you really hit on it. It's about making it what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. you know, yep. Yeah. All of us have a different way we like to kind of go about it, and, and that's that's really the key, and that's what the uh, the digital music really gives us those options. And uh, right. Choices are great. Choices are great. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I use uh, Amazon Music on my phone, and I don't know about Spotify or Pandora, but Amazon gives me the ability to actually download the songs that I want onto my phone. So even though I haven't purchased them, I use them through the service. So as long as I pay for the service, I still get that on my phone. So I'm the same way. I like to download it directly to my device. Right. Yeah. All right, Alan. Thank you for your call. We surely do appreciate it. We need to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue the conversation about technology and music. We'll talk a little bit more about Pandora and Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, if you use any of these services, streaming services, give us a call, 877-672. Let us know how uh, they are working for you. Uh, also, if you have any questions or comments about converting music, if you want to digitize your CD collection, give us a call, 877-672-7464. Is the number we'd love to know are you still a fan of vinyl and cds and cassette tapes or are you just moving along along with the evolving of technology and music 877 mpb ring is the number or send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org this is think radio This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Jeremy Thompson and Wilkes Couture. This morning we're talking about technology and music. And we'd love to hear from you listeners if you want to join the conversation. Do you use Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music? How do those services work for you? If you have any questions about syncing music or how to make music work for you in your car, give us a call at 877-672-7464. Maybe you're a fan of vinyl and CDs and you're not ready uh, to make that jump uh, to a new form of musical technology. Call us, 877 877- MPB ring or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Um, so when it comes to streaming music, would you say Pandora and Spotify pretty much are the standards for streaming music and, and Apple music now? Well, you know, I mean, I'm actually, I'm kind of leaning toward another one. I kind of lean a lot more toward iHeartRadio. Okay. Um, just because it gets me still some of my radio stations in there as well. There's still some really good, uh, some really good DJs running out there that I like to listen to every now and then, but just, uh, you know, I mean, the services in and of themselves are still very similar, though. Again, you pick out an artist or two or some that you like, a genre, for, perhaps, and then it just, you know, plays you those artists plus some others that are in that same genre that you may or may not have heard of. So are these services free or do they come with a price? Both. Both. Okay. If you, it, the price is that either you want to listen to ads or you want to pay, uh, let's see, what does Spotify cost yearly? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, either way you go, um, you'll either listen to ads or you'll pay some some monthly fee. Like I know with Amazon, it's like seven ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and then you get unlimited streaming and so forth. So 
Now, if yeah. you're trying to DJ at a party, please get the the ad free version because oh, there is real. nothing whacker than if you're DJing at a party <laughs> and you don't already have your music downloaded to your computer. There's a lot of DJs around Mississippi right now shaking their heads at you. Yeah, I'm looking at a uh, DJ Jonas in the booth right now, but you know that's that's a thing. I've been to a party and and heard a, a quote unquote DJ playing music, and then a Spotify or Pandora ad came on, and I just I was just so disappointed. Uh, so, listeners, you can call in uh, if you use Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Music. Let us know how those things are working for you. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. John is in Bentonia. Good morning, John. What do you have for us today? Um, yeah, uh, if, if you, uh, you know, after you do all your transfers to your music, you might have some old hardware left over that has a good, that has a speaker in it. And uh, long story short, I had an old uh, record player, an old antique record player that the speaker had broken in it. And, you know, I said, I'm just going to tear this thing apart and see what's in there. There was this big old magnet, and it just made the best, um, like, nail picker upper if you just tie a rope to it, basically, and a big old six-inch magnet. And also the cone for the base, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the cone for, you know, for the support of the uh, paper uh, baffle in the speaker, you know, made a nice little lamp, uh, floor lamp uh, base. And, um, you know, you, you, you might, you know, there's some nice hidden hinges and things in, in the in the uh cabinetry also and things like that so you know you might you might be surprised what you'll come about looking in old uh electronic hardware i love mm. those big old magnets as a kid i would have so much fun with them you give oh, me a little are. bit of a flashback there john yeah yeah all right yeah, we did. all right, all right john. thank you thank that's, you so much i mean and that's great too i mean you know we do still see a lot of that equipment sitting around how can you uh how can you actually upcycle that all right, we're going to stay on the phones. Wayne is in Kemper County. Good morning, Wayne. What do you have for us today? Hello? Hi, Wayne. You're on the air. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yes, I have an old original version one iPod. Uh, I've got about 10,000 songs on an extensive jazz collection, uh, but suddenly I can't get any sound of it, not through the earphones or through the, uh, through the docking station. And I was wondering if it was possible to have that repaired. I would hate to lose all that music, and it's very convenient. Uh, yeah, it's definitely possible to fix that. Um, there aren't a lot of people that would know how to do it, but um, anybody who runs a, a an electronic repair shop should be able to handle any of the classic iPods. They they have a pretty simple snap-off case. You said it was the original iPod? Yes. Okay, yeah, it, there should be somebody that can fix that for you. Okay, would the Apple Store be a good resource for that? I don't know if they're going to support that anymore. Apple tends to abandon their devices if they're about what, five years old, um, uh, so it's worth giving them a call and asking. But I'm just I'm not sure if they would do that or not. Okay, thank you very much. All right, Wayne, thank you so much. We appreciate your call. We're going to stay on the phones. We're going next to Kathy, who's on the road with a comment. Good morning, Kathy. What do you have for us today? was just calling to let you know that my daughter's 24 and she is very computer literate mm -hmm. and and does all of that kind of thing but she has discovered our old my sister's and mine old record collection and she listens to them at most every night oh wow and it reminds me of when i was young and listening to those old record collections i mean some of them are even my mother's old 
record collections that she listens to. Yeah, she's going to be very seasoned. I mean, that's a, a process for a lot of us. We kind of grow up listening to what our parents listen to, and uh, that can really, really shape you uh, as a person and the way you see life. So that's that's really interesting. Uh, Kathy, do you have, like, some favorite records that you just protect with your all? I gave them all to her. Oh, <laughs> well, that's nice of you. Uh, thank you so much. I hope she takes care of them, Kathy. Thank you so much for your she call. Does. Thank you. All right. All right, that's cool. Uh, Wilts, are you going to let your, your kids uh, inherit your collections? Oh, definitely. They've already kind of been going through them. I mean, I even got a couple of cases of old 45 sitting around. Oh, wow. And, uh, sure well, you I mean, had to explain those, that's right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, 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 uh, you know, for some of the younger listeners out there, they were much smaller versions of records. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and both of my kids are heavily, heavily involved with music, and I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that, for the most part, they like some of the more classic stuff. Uh, my son will listen to a little bit more jazz. You know, these are teenagers but they're really getting into some good music you know full disclosure they're also you know they both actually play music you know saxophone flute piano all that kind of fun stuff so yeah um but yeah they're they're definitely fascinated by those records and uh my fiance she's 23 and uh i got her a record player a couple of christmases ago and one of the first albums that we listened to it was uh journey's escape you know, with oh. Don't Stop Believing on it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was a real treat. We got to get us some better speakers. But, yeah, there's there's nothing like that vinyl sound. Well, did, did she think it was like a pizza oven at first, you know, with the whole thing? She knew around. exactly what it was. She's an old soul. I oh, love okay. her. That's good. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. Billy is in Memphis with a question. Good morning, Billy. What do you have for us today? Um, hi. Good morning, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Um. I have an older iPod, and I didn't know about the AAC versus MP3 deal when I started loading music on it. I've probably got eight to 9,000 songs that you know I would hate to lose, mm-hmm. but is there any easy way to, um, I guess, change formats? There are lots of you. Could I go into my iTunes on the computer and change the format back to MP- MP3? Uh, let's, I don't know if iTunes can do it directly. Um, I know there are lots of utilities that you can use that you can find online. Now, usually I will go ahead and caution you. The free ones usually only let you do like a few songs, so it's probably going to cost you maybe 20 or 30 bucks to get you a decent uh, software that will actually do those conversions. But, yes, you can load them all up in there, drag all your folders in at the same time, and convert everything all at once. And it's going to take okay, a while. Awesome. That would be great. Hmm? All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Billy. We appreciate your call. We go next to Don in Corinth, who has a question. Good morning, Don. What do you have for us? Good morning. Hey. Hey, hey, love your show. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Um, uh, my roommate uh, moved out, and they're taking their Internet with them. I ordered uh, Internet on my own. It's my first time ordering the service, uh, me personally. Um they're offering me 10 megabytes per second compared to 25, and I ordered the 10 because it was cheaper, and, and I wanted to see what it did before I moved up to the 25 because somebody helped explain um, the difference of the megabytes per second and what do I need uh, for my house generally. Well, I think that's a really good approach you're taking there. Go ahead and, you know, uh, definitely look at the the less expensive option to really get a, a feel for what your use is going to be. Because what, you know, what might work with me with two teenagers in the room is probably a lot different than uh, than what would work for some others. I, I think, you know, 
quite honestly, at 10 megabit, you're actually doing better than I'm doing at the house right now. How many people do you have in your household? Oh, it's me, but I got to find another roommate. And uh, let me tell you, I, I, I just got a smart TV. That's the only thing that's scaring me, me, me thinking that maybe I can't get my Hulu. Ten, uh, ten should be plenty to get your Hulu. Um, uh, now, if you and your roommate are watching Hulu, you might notice a little hiccuping, but probably not at ten. That should be okay. Um, but I, I'm assuming this is Comcast since you're saying 25 megabits and all. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the cool thing is that if you get that roommate in there and you all see that it's not really working for you, you can call Comcast and just tell them to bump you up, and they just you know flip a few switches on their end and and just up your speed remotely. So it's not like you have to call them back out or anything. That's that, that that's great. And the main reason I'm getting this uh, internet is so I can use uh, the streaming instead of getting rid of that cable bill. No, oh, exactly. That. Yeah. I mean, like we, I we're stuck with we only have six meg at the house, which really hurts as an IT guy. But um, even with six megs, two teenagers can be on Netflix and and you know streaming streaming their movies, watching there, and we're pretty good. So I mean, I, I feel pretty good for you there, Don. Uh, you might want to step up with me to the ten. <laughs> Man, if I could, if I could get, if I could get Comcast just to come into my neighborhood, I live, I live a little bit out. I would love it. But we're still trying uh-huh. to, we're, we're still trying to sweet talk them. Maybe I can get you to help me to sweet talk them a little bit. Maybe so. Maybe so. Good luck. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All Don. right. Thank you so much, Don. We appreciate your call. We need to take our final break of the hour. There's still plenty of time for you to join the conversation. If you'd like, we've been talking about technology and music this morning. Uh, if you are a Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio user, you want to let us know how those things are working for you. You can give us a call. If you have any questions about how to uh, operate your technology and music, uh, 877-MPB-RING is the number. Any thoughts you may have about digitizing your music, 877-672-7464 is the number. Currently, all our lines are open if you want to join the conversation. That's 877-MPB-RING or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Jeremy Thompson and Wilkes Couture. This morning we've been talking about technology and music. We have lots of calls to get to before the end of the show. We're going to go first to Larry, who's in Hazelhurst, with a question. Good morning, Larry. What do you have for us? I have a few dozen old vinyls from the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, when my kids were teenagers, when I, we were duly married. And I have a old, some old 12-inch paper electroboy speakers and bass reflex boxes and a horn tweeter. And my 21-year-old grandson, I played it for him recently, and he was in awe of how how fuller it is than his than the modern CD. And I don't know how they knew that, but he said he knew it was compressed, but he couldn't imagine how much it's compressed. The sound is awesome when I, through through the old vinyl school. And the same uh, equipment, I can play the CDs, and they're still compressed. Hmm. Yeah, playing uh, there's just something to be said for that. You know, getting from that vinyl, it uh, you know, you had the nostalgic factor of it, but yeah, you're right. I think that's a good way of putting it. It's, it's more rich. It's more full. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
you just feel it different. And even if you copy a vinyl to CD, you're still not going to get that same experience. It's just not. It's it, you just don't get that quality. Well, and you th- and you throw the other thing in there also, Larry. You mentioned the speakers, and I mean, you know, so so many things nowadays are are shrinking, and they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You don't see those those speakers like we used to have back in the good old days that could actually play right. some of that sound, and it really does make a difference. All right, Larry. I can fill, yeah, I can fill a room without a lot of volume, hmm. without hurting your ears. Yeah. All right, Larry. We appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Um, and speaking of speakers, uh, Carol in the email says, I have a Bose soundbar speaker for my smart TV. Could I hook a turntable to it? You should be able yeah, to. As long uh, as it has an auxiliary in. Now, you will need to have, like the turntable will need to go through a receiver of some sort to amplify it and push the sound back out. It's not going to go directly, depending on the turntable. It's right. not going to go directly from the turntable to the speakers. It would need to go through a stereo system of some sort, but definitely. Okay. All uh, right, we go back to the phones. Kay is in Biloxi with a question. Good morning, Kay. What do you have for us? Um, I'm trying to purchase an MP3 file, and I have no idea how on, or on what I can play these um, files. I, honestly, I don't even know what it'll look like. So I was hopeful you could help me. Well, what, what did you purchase it on, Kay? Was it your computer or your phone? No, I, I'm, it's ama- something something I will buy mail order and I was told it would be an mp3 file that's not usually how mp3s come now I mean I guess I could send you mp3s on a disc but that sounds a smidge shady um what what service is that it's it's someone who's in the business of taping lectures oh they're gonna, I'm wondering if they may okay. they may email you the mp3 file um, Maybe that's what they meant to do. And with that, any any computer, be it Windows or Mac, should, you know, you could actually, just like you're opening up a PDF or a Word document, you would double-click on it. The computer will know what app it has available, be it Windows Media Player or something else on there, and it will actually play, play that uh, file for you. Oh, okay. So they'll, like, send me an address um, with the MP3 file? They may send you one to where you would go to to download it. Um, or they may send you the file itself, in which case you would just save it from your email, for example. If I were to guess, I would almost think they're going to probably send you a link to download it offline. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds pretty simple, and I thank you much. All right, All right Kay. Take care, Kay. Thank you for your call. Uh, final call goes to Sheila in Memphis. Good morning, Sheila. What do you have for us today? Hey, I just want to let you all know that at the Memphis, I believe it's the Benjamin Hooks location on Poplar, the big library, they have a whole floor of music, vinyl, CDs, um, and I believe you can check it all out. Oh, okay. The Memphis Library. Excellent. Yeah, every genre, a lot of vinyl in there. I bet there's 10,000 discs. Cool. Yeah, we have to support our libraries. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you, Merry Christmas. Y'all have a great one. All Merry right. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. You know, um, actually, since you mentioned that, I do believe that our libraries around here actually have, there is a lot of audio and video mm-hmm. um, files that they have, as, you know, discs and stuff that people can check out. I have noticed that in there. So that is a good uh, a good little positive plug to put in there. I know in Hattiesburg they use a service called Hoopla, mm. and it allows you to stream content and download books and all kinds of different stuff. All right, so we have another email. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one. I know you have the Amazon Echo, right, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Um, Mary wants to know what our thoughts are on Google Home. Is it worth it? 
I have not gotten to play with the Google Home yet, so I can't answer that question personally. Although, from what I've heard, Google Home is out snuffing Alexa, although I don't know in what ways that's happening. So I'd like to follow up with that one when I get to test the Google Home. I think Santa Claus might need to bring us one of those. For real. For for, for work purposes, purely. Purely. Now, Mayor, I did do a quick Google search on Google Home, um, and uh, there were about 31 user reviews at 4.4 stars out of 5. So I I am a huge fan of checking reviews before I buy anything. So I would just read through the reviews, see if there are any common uh, complaints or any common compliments about the device and and just go from there. But, um, you know, she may be able to to go in a store and, and get some advising from uh, someone in the store. So good luck to you, Mary. Thanks for uh, sending that email. And if you didn't get to call today, you can always send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We're about to wrap up the show, but first, Jeremy likes to end with a haiku. Yeah, I just threw it together because I totally just blanked on it. (laughs) A library here in my pocket is awesome. The future is great. All right. Yeah, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up on Everyday Tech. Thanks, folks, for uh, tuning in today. Don't forget, if you have a podcast app, you can always listen to us that way. Any podcast app you may have. Uh, And if you go to mpbonline.org, there's an archive of all our shows if you want to go back and listen, especially with the holidays coming up. You may have some free time and you want to binge listen to Everyday Tech. Feel free to do so. Uh, Thanks for tuning in today. Jonas Adams was our board operator. Jonas, thank you. And I believe Kevin Farrell was our call screener. That's going to wrap us up here on Everyday Tech, but stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.